this has to be. But da 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 Watched hockey and uh, actually no, today is the first weekend I got out of the house. Word. I saw like my aunt and uncle and my cousins. It's pretty tight. They like grilled and like they have a pool, so we were hanging out with them. Chill. So it was like it was cool. It was nice, you know, like small family get together. It's cool. Cool. How about you? You uh, guys was, went out of the. Right? It was uh my friend Gina's birthday on Saturday and Greg's birthday yesterday, so we like. Rented this Airbnb lake house in Laporte and, like, just drank a bunch and rented a boat and shit. It was tight. Yeah, the pictures looked fun. It was cool. It was, like, me and, uh, like, Mikey and Brian and Vito and shit. It was super cool. We just, like, Fla- had... Flash forward, Mikey. No, we were on the, like, the deck of this beach house talking about, like, oh, who would play who in a movie about everybody? And Mikey pulled up that guy. He goes, this guy would play me. I'm like, oh, shit, you're right. It is that guy. Well, we'll have to we'll have to do that with that each other before the end of the pod. Absolutely. But, but it'll fit the uh, it'll fit the scenario of the pod because today we're talking about 90 sitcoms. So it'll be who would play all of us in a 90 sitcom. Beautiful. Um, so welcome to welcome to the pod. What it's up, me. y'all? It's your boy, Mill, with my co-host, Larry. Hi. The printer, the printer, T H A, the printer, T H U H, the <laughs> the printer, and uh, fact ass Steve. Shout what out, what do, baby? <laughs> Never gets old. Coming, it really doesn't. <laughs> coming to you live from the Red Lobster. <laughs> yeah, from the Red Lobster, dude. I still want to get a um, cause I'm I'm too I'm too like poor to afford a Red Lobster. I still want to get like a Long John Silver's and make it like a Cyber Goth Cafe. I thought you were talking about like buying a singular red lobster. Like when Kramer gets arrested for stealing the lobsters. He doesn't buy those. He just he just takes them out. Hey, of the that's <laughs> relevant to this episode. Um True. Yeah, so we're talking about that. And before we start, I just want to say, um, you texted me about my our, our friend Mikey, friend of the pod. Um What up, Mikey? Uh yeah. And uh, we love him. He's an amazing musician, by the way. He um, absolutely is. A kind recording, of live, guitar, singing, everything. But um, anyways, he, he texted me about him looking like the kid. You're like, do you remember Flash Forward? And at first I thought it was like a band. I'm like, what What band is he talking about? It's like and then some dad like, rock ass band. Well, it I mean, sounds it, like a local band. It sounds like absolutely. a local band. Yeah, no, that's what I thought. I'm like, what is this, like a 2006 Legion Hall band? And then you're like, no, that Disney show. Because I was like five when that show was on. Right, right. So like, I remember it, but when I looked it up and I saw the picture, I was like, oh yeah, it was like some like middle school like. Yeah, nothing like, crazy. Thing. It's exactly like, what you think it is. Yeah, but that's cool though, that he looks like that guy. Or that I guy wanted like to him. cast him as Ellen DeGeneres. <laughs> well, maybe Mikey should just replace Ellen, because they have to like replace her or whatever. <laughs> so just be Mike being just, an, abra- an abrasive cock to people on TV. <laughs> yeah, like it's like all it's like it's Mike, but it's still like it's still like three hundred moms in the audience, and he's just being a prick. And like that show would be amazing. Oh, I would pay like that would be like must see TV. Also, that's a '90s thing too. And, and like the first, yeah, that is, and the first like uh, like Arsenio Hall or something. But <laughs> you remember that? <laughs> I do. Um, the, the first, the first episode would just be Vito and like Brian fighting on the other couch. <laughs> It'd be so Dr- sick. Drinking like a whole handle of gin. 
They'd be drinking JMO. For sure, what, they'd be drinking JMO. Or whatever's there. Yeah, fair. <laughs> shout out, Low Country. Shout out, Conch. Shout, shout out, Conch. Um, Conch. Yeah, so what do you guys want? Well, I, see, I guess like uh, the talk shows is kind of its own thing, but I don't know if you guys have like a one you want to just talk about. I'm just kind of ranting. A talk show? No, 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 about sitcoms. I don't want to oh, go okay. off the rail. I don't want to oh, go off the rail okay. yet. We just started. Yeah, we did. Um, right. Um, I, I, you guys just want to like just rattle off like your top three. Shit. Okay, we could do that. Yeah. Why don't y'all go first? Um, are we counting The Simpsons? Yeah. No, it's a cartoon. Oh, if it doesn't count, then that's fair. I could it's talk. Like a, it's technically a sitcom, but it's animated. So like, well, that's a, that probably gets okay, its own fair. episode. Th- that it could get a thousand episode series. It's the fucking Simpsons. All well, right. we we could probably do a cartoon sitcom episode, like with South Park and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for so, sure. So, well, I'm just saying because, like, if it counts, it's like my number one. Sure. Like seasons one through eleven, and then. Only sec- second to it, only is Seinfeld, like arguably the greatest TV show of all time. Word. And my number three is Frasier. Respect. Shout out. Shout out Frasier. Uh, the the older I get, and the more of a cynical bastard I get, the more I relate to Frasier and Seinfeld. And I don't know if that's a good thing or not, but they're brilliant. And uh, I don't know if it is either. <laughs> the dude that plays Frasier, Kelsey Grammer. Kel- Kelsey yeah, Grammer. Yeah, he's sideshow Bob. Yeah, <laughs> he absolutely is. So, 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 so Joe Bob looks like fireworks. And then they did brother <laughs> from another. Then they did brother from another series where, uh, what the heck? Do not disturb on it. Sorry guys. Um, and uh, they do brother from another series. So they write in Side Joe Bob's brother, and he's casted uh, as Niles. Niles Crane. That's Crane's awesome, brother. Yeah, it's badass. Um. um God. Hell yeah. You both say, went um at the same for, time. For um, me, it's like this. The if Simpsons counts again, that's number. Yeah, for me, same thing. But to me, Seinfeld is like number one if it doesn't count Simpsons. Um, and then it's kind of a mixed bag because there's a lot of shows I like that either like they started in the '90s, but they weren't really '90s sitcoms like that '70s show. You know what I mean? Like, sure. not, I mean, yeah, it started in the, the '90s. I think it counts. But that's kind of also when TV started to change a little Fair. bit. Um, but then I, I'd have to think about, like, a, I, I haven't really ranked them because some of them I like because of nostalgia, and then some I like because they're just still good. Like, Seinfeld. Like shows I remember, like, being so sick as a kid, so I, like, revisit them and I watch them, like, oh, this is fucking bad. So yeah. it might just be, like, a nostalgia thing because it doesn't or, fucking hold up. Or some of them have, like, good episodes, but not every episode is good. Sure. Like,. To me, we were talking about home improvement. Word, just some Some, good ones. There's sometimes I watch them like this is. I mean, maybe I'm lame for saying this, but they're funny, and they also some of them are like legit, like where he's trying to be over masculine, and it kind of shuts him up. And like in the '90s, they weren't really defending women that much, and they were like respecting them and and stuff like that. (laughs) Right. And there was, and this sounds lame, but it's like true. It's like there's a lot of episodes where they're like, "Yo, like." Um, Jill would be like, women can just do everything and you're an idiot. And she was right. And it was just kind of like, yo, shout out. Cause they weren't doing that on TV, but yeah, also like low, low key progressive. Shout yeah. out Jill Taylor. Yeah. Which, which, for real. Which, which, which I might add, it's funny now. Cause like, didn't, didn't Tim Allen just catch a bunch of shit for his like new show? Sure did. That was like <laughs> the opposite. Rare. Well, that's cause he's old and white and whatever. But, um, yeah, remember, true. But remember, uh, the 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 fucking best character is the brother Mark when he turns goth. 
Wasn't okay. it just one episode? No, it's like a whole season. That's awesome. That was yeah. the one where the older one was smoking weed. We're trying to <laughs> we're trying to inventory how in how many '90s sitcoms have at least one. It could be a one episode story arc or a season long one, where someone's kid goes goth. Because in Frasier, well, the one Christmas where uh, his kid flies in, uh, he's like just totally gothed out, like eye black, just out of nowhere. <laughs> so sick. <laughs> um, so we're like, how many, how many of these '90s sitcoms are there where there's like a like like does this well, was this like a TV trope? No, in the '90s, like mall goth was like well, a big ass deal. Okay, not it's exactly goth, but stemming from like early like when that became more mainstream. There's an episode of Sabrina the Teenage Witch where she's supposed to go see Smashing Pumpkins. And there's there's yeah. a lot of episodes where they would go see bands because it was like a mid-90s teen show. There was an episode of Clarissa Explains It All when she was going to go see Nirvana. No, it was Pearl Jam. Because Sam got the tickets. And then she had to... There was like a something with her grandparents or something. That could be true. Because I think Kurt was dead. There was also an episode of um, Corso Explains It All when she was going to go see the Violent Femmes. No, they, no, they see the Violent sick. Femmes in Sabrina. Maybe they that's actually, what I meant. They're, they're actually in the show, like the real band. But anyways, point being, she's so, supposed to go see Smashing Pumpkins, and then she gets grounded or something. But in real life, I was watching this. There's a Smashing Pumpkins performance on uh, maybe Letterman. I don't know if it was Letterman. One of those talk shows from the 90s. And... Sure. Um, they're playing like melancholy era shit, and like Melissa Joan Hart was one of the guests, and she's they asked her, she's like, I'm actually a huge fan, and I was geeking out because Billy Corgan was backstage, and this is like '90s Billy Corgan, so he's probably <laughs> wearing like silver pants, and well, then again, like a I, fucking like dress shirt that's like a actually a, a concubine I, shirt that's like long as fuck. Like, I think I've seen him play live in a dress twice, so <laughs> he's still goth. <laughs> so yeah, but anyways, like. That that they're not really goth on that show per se, but they were into like um, alternative music and shit like that, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So they get like a half point. So you stopped at that '70s show with being one of your three. Oh, I got off track. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's that's weird because like we do. <laughs> I really like bad ones. Like I like Step by Step, and it's terrible. No, Step by Step is so good. Step by step is is good depending on which actors are in which episode because there's too many fucking people on that show. They tried to make like a '90s Brady Bunch. That's exactly what it is. Yeah, but like, but the 90- Brady Bunch didn't have a fucking Cody in a van. <laughs> That's true. But the thing is, um, they can't like. It was like we're the '90s progressive Brady Bunch. We can talk about how like our mom and dad fuck or whatever, and it's just like, yeah, like. Uh, no, that's not going to make the show good. I don't want to hear Suzanne Summers and Patrick Duffy be horny the whole time. And that's kind Dude, of straight is. up, if Suzanne Summers and Patrick Duffy had a real sex tape, I would own it. <laughs> yeah, but you'd have to buy it on VHS. I would prefer it on VHS. Yeah, right. For sure. Um, um, Suzanne Summers, well, didn't she invent the Thighmaster? That was like her thing. I think so, yeah. Or she at least did the ads for it. She did she, the ads for it. And she probably didn't invent it. But then, like, uh, she she looked like a hybrid of Farrah Fawcett and Pam Anderson in that show. <laughs> yeah, she really did. She looked, like, so tight. <laughs> but, yeah, I like that show. And uh, I, I know top three, though, I mean. That's I a know. really hard question. It is. Because, like, I like all these bad ones. Um, there's so many. Because, like, there's Boy Meets World is probably, probably my top three. 
I I love 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 Boy Meets World so much. Like that's probably my top my three is like if I don't have Simpsons, it's like Seinfeld, that '70s show, Boy Meets World. Maybe I would say I would say that Boy Meets World is probably my number three if if we can't count the Simpsons. Word, respect. Because that show, show. We, yeah. we'll talk about that. Because I want to ask you your top three. But I was gonna say that show's like actually like holds up. Oh yeah, it absolutely does. Like there's still things to talk about on that show that are like legitimate now. And uh, there's no goss, I don't think. But uh, doesn't Minkus doesn't Minkus turn goth or something? I actually think there's an episode where Rickus becomes like I don't want to say goth, but like I guess for a normie '90s term, he becomes like a rocker. Cause like uh, Sean's grunge because Mr. Feeney talks about how he likes counting crows. That's why Sean's grunge. <laughs> and well, also he like dresses like he's in fucking counting crows, like Soundgarden. Yeah. <laughs> he's so tight. What do you got for top three before we rant about that? Shit, like I mean. Boy Meets World is one of the three. Gotta have it. Uh, shout out fucking Reba. Okay, respect. <laughs> Reba was great. And, like, I don't want to be lame, but, like, pro- honestly, probably Friends. See, I, Friends could be in my top three, too, and I want to talk about that show a lot because there's a lot to talk about how, about how people react to it right now. Mm-hmm. But the reason I didn't have it in my top three was I, I watched it so many times. Sure. And I know every episode, like, word for word. So I think when I watch an episode of Boy Meets World or something, it's, like, more refreshing. Yeah, I feel that for sure. But but I was watching... So, like, all right. I'm going to go off on a top uh, tangent real quick, and you guys can just butt in when you want. Word. So, like, Friends was a show I really liked, um, like, before it was ever on Netflix or anything. Right. I actually had all ten seasons on... D- I still have all ten seasons on DVD. And... I never, ever heard anybody say anything bad about it. And then when it went up on Netflix and a bunch of younger kids who never got the opportunity to be into it because they were too young and now they're old enough to get the jokes, it became real popular and you see t-shirts and stuff. And I was like, oh, cool, people like this again, 90s. And all these people on the internet go out of their way to hate on it. Like, they go out of their way to hate on it because it's popular. And I'm like, if you don't like it, that's fine. But it's nothing about it's objectively bad. No. And I don't I mean, it's get not that. like... One of the biggest TV shows of all time because it sucks, you know? It's still funny to me. It's just like, I think, I mean, I really like the show, but like, I think it's okay to say, like, if you're like, oh, well, you know, that show's fine, but like, this show, this, like, I don't like it as much as the other ones, or I don't prefer it. That's fine, but like, people go out of their way to tell you that it sucks. And, or like, yeah, they you, do. You see shit on Facebook, and it's like, the truth is that 70s show is greater than Friends. And I'm like, actually, I don't know that. Like, I referenced that 70s show in my top three. But I think also part of the reason why is I grew up with that show, whereas, like, when Friends ended, I was pretty young. Sure. Well, actually, that's that's a bad compromise because that 70s show only ended two years later. But And, uh, the, the, like, the tail end of that 70s show, like, the last couple seasons were are bad. bad. Yeah, they're real bad. Like, they're uh, really... Like, they, like, replaced people and kept the names the same. Like, no one was going to fucking notice that. That's ridiculous. I, um... I think Friends is one also, of the Also, Sky mo- Point Laurie. Yeah, for sure. Yo, um, that's right. I think Sky Friends Point. is one of the most important, um, shows ever because of one main reason. It's the first real sitcom to feature a true ensemble cast where they all, they told the producers that they were not going to get paid unless it was all equal, like they weren't going to sign. That's so tight. And by the last and like, couple, it, 
they had that show had six main characters. Six, like, yes, yeah, true. Ensemble. It wasn't like so many shows have like one or two main characters and a bunch of secondary characters and like yeah, and, and the I tears think go down. I think it's important to look at because the last two seasons they're all making a million per episode, which is like twenty two to twenty four million a season. And what's crazy is, yeah, it's a lot of money for six, and they have to pay all six people, but. What's awesome, again, not to try to be, like, political, but half of the, the cast were women. Yeah. And a lot of the times, women weren't getting paid what men were for their shows, for most of them. Sure. So, I'm like, I think that that kind of changed the landscape of, just in general, how people were going to get paid, and you know, ensemble casts, and didn't matter, you know, if you're a guy or a girl. The whole business aspect of that show was really important, and it went for ten fucking seasons. And the tenth season's right. funny. They're, all the seasons are funny. They get like almost like they get better as they go on because like the early seasons were. I don't want to use corny to like separate one season because every season was corny. It's a corny fucking show. Yeah, but they just got they got funnier as time went on. I think the first few have like they're funny the first times you hear the jokes, but like after a couple three seasons of some of the same jokes, it gets funnier when they start mixing it up. Sure. That's kind of, you know what I mean? Because they have all these catchphrases. And I guess that's maybe why people hate on it. But it's also like, again, it, it people go so far out of their way to hate on that show. And I just don't understand it. Like, if you don't like it, that's fine. But, like, it's all all 90s shows are kind of bad in their own way. Except sure. for I just, I, just think it's an, I just think it's an easy target. Because uh, a lot of people like it. A lot of, like, it's like the, a lot of people in the general public like it. So it's just one to kind of, someone will put themselves over by... Oh, I don't watch this. To me, though, it's funny when you see it comparing it to something like that '70s show. Like, like, yeah, I I watch this, and it's like that '70s show isn't fucking score like a Scorsese film. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's not <laughs> like it's not any better. It's just a teenage version of Friends. Yeah. Do you remember that '80s show? Yeah, it like didn't last. No, it lasted like I think it was a pilot, and then like three or four episodes after. I can't recall a thing about it other than that it fucking flopped. That's all I know. Missed, oppor- missed opportunity there because you could always uh, like retrospective nostalgia is like kind of like easy money in a way you know I, I just think that 70s oh, yeah. sh- that 70s show to me was important because I, I watched like I'd be young it would come on after wrestling sure or whatever and that, that station had like that and Malcolm in the Middle and all this good shit yo I completely forgot about Malcolm in the Middle that's one of my fucking top three for sure yeah, I mean, shout out Frankie Muniz. He's like a drummer in a band now. Shout out all them motherfuckers. Those kids were tight. They were terrible children. <laughs> I just, uh, I, th- I think, like, people sometimes put too much stake in what other people think, so then they get all bent out of shape over, like, what the best show is from the 90s. And it's like, yo, like, your Facebook opinion doesn't mean shit. Right. Also, I Facebook- don't like that Friends is, like... 200% white people. Yeah, even Gun- Gunther's hair is even white. Gunther, Gunther's hair is clear. Gunther Shut looks up. like fucking Nick Hexum from 311. <laughs> Shout out Gunther, though. Made a mean Americano. How did they afford their lives? Because uh, the um, Monica's grandma had like some kind of rent deal. It was like secured, and they got she got the apartment from her grandma. It's like in the script. Oh. They talk, they joke about it all the time. Like, if it wasn't for that, they wouldn't be able to live there. I mean, that's fair because, like, those giant as fuck, like two or three bedroom apartments in like Greenwich and, Village or wherever they lived, 
Yeah. Now those like honest to God would be like sixty five hundred dollars a month. Yeah. Don't they live in Manhattan? Yeah. Yeah. In Greenwich, like, in, in Greenwich Village, but yeah, um, like the bonkers expensive. But like the whole the only like, one of them works at like a a fucking retail store where Joey doesn't even have a fucking job. Yeah. Well, I mean, these people couldn't survive living in like fucking Cedar Lake. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean it's television, so that's why it's. I mean Jerry, like to 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 credit that it's like Seinfeld's sort of the same shit, right? Because he, he doesn't live in Manhattan though. No, but I mean in, anywhere in New York, like well, he in lives in New York, and an apartment like like Seinfeld's apartment in New York today would be like four grand a month. And not you just probably, that, like he's a stand up, stand up, like yeah. although he does tour hell though. though, he does tour though. In real life, oh yeah, I guess on the show he does go out of town a lot and stuff, but. But George would be fucked. What does George do? Half the season he doesn't do shit, or half the season. Okay, he worked for the Yankees though. That's big money. For some of it, but like he didn't get that job until like what season was it? Like five or six? Yeah, it's like yeah, it's like in the middle. The when he, yeah, because when they have the guy playing St- George Steinbrenner, it's only like the back of his head. It's. <laughs> Uh, but it's Larry so, David's voiceover. Yeah, but it's like a shitty, yeah. it's like a shitty Steinbrenner impersonation. Like it's not good. It's it's just Larry David talking. Um, I mean, there's like there's lots of unrealistic things about almost any show, though. They have to make plot convenience. I mean, yeah, I get that. It's like in Home Alone. Like Peter McAllister lived in this giant fucking like Evanston ass mansion. That's with like a where million that's, kids. And he's able to, like, afford to send him and his whole extended family to fucking Paris for Christmas. That's uh, What did he do for a living? Well, that's, like, Pete Wentz's uh, neighborhood in Wilmette. That's where that house is. Mm-hmm. This is tight, actually. One time, um, probably, like, six years ago, um, we all got off work at the bike shop. We're all, like, hanging out. It's, like, a beautiful night. And we're like, yo, let's go ride to the suburbs and just, like, cruise. Who gives a shit? We got nothing to do tomorrow. So we're riding, we're like, we're in Wilmette, like, huge, crazy, ridiculous, bonkers, giant yeah, houses. Just all like, nice like, house, yeah. And I stop and I look at him like, yo, you guys! I'm like, what? I'm like, that's the fucking Home Alone house. No one gave a shit. <laughs> I'm like, we are in front of Kevin McAllister's fucking Fortress of Traps and shit. And like, y'all don't fucking care? Fuck you guys. I was so bummed. Home Alone will come, we'll, we'll probably do a Christmas Patreon episode oh yeah but only the first two after that who gives a shit there's only two home alones as far as i'm concerned um i think uh i I think like when you talk about like you know realistic stuff in shows though a lot of people do use that against friends like oh they'd never be able to afford to live there and it's like yeah that's totally valid but like you can but it's a tv show like who cares it's like you look at any tv show and it's like not realistic like there's, there's going to be parts that are just plot convenience. If it was realistic, you wouldn't want to watch it. You go live your own damn life. People don't talk about how, like, Smallville has Superman in it and he can, is allergic to some certain rock and can fly. Yeah, right. Motherfuckers. That show sucked. That show, yeah, that show. Is that 90s? I thought that was, like, that was early 2000s. That was early 2000s. That was Drew Carey show the 90s? Yeah, that show kicks ass with Mimi and shit. And, like, the, and Ryan Styles. Oh, God. That, I've been you trying to see sp- that meme. It's a it's a picture of the cast of the Drew Carey show. It's like if you really like Scott so much, what band is this, dude? Yeah, because it's like him and me. They look like dancehall crashers or something. Oh, wearing like bowling shirts and shit, <laughs> dude. 
I you can ask Steve. I've been bitching for like nine months trying to find the stream of the of Drew Carey show. I loved that show growing up. My parents used to watch that, and I would like stay up and watch it as a little kid. Like probably around the time Steve was born. Was it on NBC or was I think it was CBS? I can't remember. I think it was like, ABC. If, if NBC rocks. has the if NBC has the rights, it might be on uh, on Peacock. I'll be so stoked. Um, Drew Carey show. Yeah, I mean that was that was classic. Um. Whose line? I mean, not a sitcom, but whose line was also? I still love. Whose line was? There was a lot of good live TV in the nineties. Fuck yeah, there was. Shout out Wayne Brady. (laughs) For sure, shout out Wayne Brady. Like Wayne Brady's cool. Like hell, he is. Wayne Brady's a man. What does he say? Is like, is is Wayne Brady gonna have to choke a bitch or whatever? (laughs) Smokes fucking PCP. Like drives by, like shoots these guys in the chest and shit. Was that the Chappelle show? Yeah. All right, that's not '90s, but that's still solid. Um, Wayne Brady. I had watched a talk- Chappelle show like almost all of it within like the last two months or so. So and funny. it it holds up better than anything has ever held up in life. Yo, speaking of shit that didn't hold up though, Wayne Brady had a talk show. Did he? Yeah, it was like the Wayne Brady show, and it was a talk show, and it lasted like not very long. Wasn't it in like the mid two thousands? Yeah, it was like two thousand time. <laughs> yeah. He's, uh, he does. Uh, let's make a deal now, maybe or. Well, that he does. Who's line? They still do it with a different host. He doesn't know. Drew Carey does the Price is Right, doesn't he? Yeah, the Wayne the Wayne yeah. Brady show yeah, is from o, o one to o four. Oh, it lasted longer than I thought. Yeah, four years, three three years. Good math, cool. Not bad that though. A, that was a variety show. I feel like he did. He's still on. Let's make a deal. Well, here's like something like speaking of. I feel realistic, like he had like a talk show on USA Network or something. He uh he won season two of The Masked Singer. Um, he was amazing know, actually. <laughs> speaking of I things that aren't that show. Speaking of things that aren't realistic, the only show that handles kids smoking pot and drinking and stuff realistically is that '70s show. Yeah, because it's like. I don't know. Yeah, kids smoke pot and drink sometimes. But, like, it's just funny because, like, when you watch, like, Boy Meets World, they have that episode where they go to the party and Corey gets drunk. You remember that? Yeah. Or, like, Do you remember they... that episode in Seventh Heaven where those kids were huffing paint? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We were talking about that at work. That's a 90s show. Yeah, that, I believe that. That was a great fucking show, and the song, the theme song, slams. That show, though, like, it was so funny when they would have a dramatic thing happen because, like, when the kid... Every episode of that show was dramatic as hell. No, right, it was a drama, but, like, the one kid was, like, the oldest brother, like, had pot. Mm-hmm. And they were, like, gonna... It was fucking bonkers. Like, their dad was just gonna go ape shit. Also, their dad is in that one... He's the, the real dad and It's Always Sunny. And it's, like, really funny to me when he's... Yeah, oh, my God, that is him. <laughs> and it's, like, really funny to me because I'm like, yo, Reverend Camden's, like, a prick in this show. Didn't Reverend Camden in real life fuck some kids? Yeah, I think he got in trouble, but I don't know all the details. I think I don't know if he, like... I think he hooked up with some girls that were young, like, mm. maybe too young. But I don't know the details, so I don't want to maybe fact-ass Steve, but I don't even know if I want to go I, into I don't, it. I don't really want to look that up. Yeah, but uh, I feel that. So also, yeah, that uh, that happened with uh, Belmont so fu- this morning. Did you see that? Yeah. So yeah, fuck, yeah. fuck Reverend Camden and fuck Belmont. That like I'm really bummed about that because I really like Belmont. That sucks, man. They kicked him out right away though. Here's the thing. 
we can, you know, obviously we're going to go off on tangents. It sucks that, like, people think that that's okay to do, that kind of shit. Absolutely and, like, sucks. it continues happening. But I was talking to Steve. For a while, like, I kind of, this was kind of naive of me, but I was thinking, not that band people are holier than thou by any means, but I kept thinking, why does this keep happening in the music scene? But then I realized, like, it's just so common in the workplace, it's really no different. It's fucking, it's, it's a whole, it's terrible. No, because, I mean, some, some girl can't go on social media and be like, oh, hey, my boss at Target tried to bang me, and, like, it become this huge viral thing because he, that guy's not famous. That's why those things become big, because people know who these people are. For sure. And, like, it should come out, and, you know, those guys shouldn't have the privilege to, to do cool shit if they're, they need to go get help and be held accountable. Yeah. Um, but, like, also, it's just... It sucks when you find out that, like, oh, well, the other guys didn't do anything, but it's kind of like a boys club type thing where they're covering right. up. And it's like, that's not cool. No, it's not. Keep um, your hands to yourself. Don't bother anybody. Yeah. That's, I mean, it, it, that's so easy to do. Just don't fucking, bother anybody. I mean, it's just like... I don't know. It's 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 damn. We got. I know we got on this topic now. It's a serious thing we have to talk about. It's just like it sucks. Yeah. Um, and, if, and again, if it will, if you do something shitty, own up to it. If you're doing something shitty, and someone and someone brings it to your attention, accept it. You know. I know I'm using just like dumbed down terms. No, but, but it's, like, that's valid. Yeah, and also, if you're doing something shitty and sleeping with someone who is not old enough to make a rational decision. Fuck you. And if your friends are doing something shitty, let them know. Cancel sex. Yep. 2021, I'm calling it now, the era of asexuality. Where, where nobody... Nah, just, just cancel all sex for everyone because so many... Just Shitbags ruin sex for good you, people. You, you know what it's like? You know when you're in school and you're supposed to get something like, like oh, it's like we're going to get extra recess or something and then some, one shithead's a bad kid and it gets canceled for the whole class? Yeah, fuck that kid. That's what it's like real life is like now. <laughs> yeah, just, just we'll, we'll all go celibate. The only thing we Morrissey. Can, the only thing we can talk about. <laughs> fuck, yeah, but also fuck Morrissey. <laughs> um, Bryce! It's like, this, fuck, you can't even like good music. God damn got, it. This got pretty gnarly. Um, but it is yeah. important for us to address these things. Yeah. Uh, but we'll, we'll get back if, on, though. If I, if I may take it into a brighter direction. Please. Tight. This is a music podcast, so I think we should talk about the fact that Wayne Brady has two albums. What? Yeah, Wayne Brady's a phenomenal singer. He won season two of The Masked Singer because he's an incredible singer. And, and like, he's been amazing. On, and, he, and he's been on Broadway for like 15 years. I knew he could yeah. sing like that, but I didn't know he made like records. There is not a thing that Wayne Brady can't do better than everybody. So, That's true. And he, he's a good dresser. I guess the moral of the Smooth last... Smooth as fuck, yeah. The, <laughs> the moral of the last like eight minutes or so of the podcast, don't be like shitty people in bands. Be more like Wayne Brady. Bro, Wayne Brady would be on, like, uh, who's lying with some, like, two-tone alligator skin-ass shoes or something. Like, just <laughs> fucking shitting on everybody. Flex, yeah. Dude, um, okay, so I want to I want to flex like Wayne Brady. So, so going back, we were talking about Seventh Heaven. I think the only person who became a huge star was Jessica Biel. Right? Yeah, it's literally, like, have you seen any of their 30 kids and anything else? <laughs> no, but she, isn't she married to Justin Timberlake? 
Yeah, which I think is odd. Because, like, I mean, she's obviously remarkably pretty. Oh. But, like, Justin Timberlake is Justin fucking Timberlake. And he could be married to anyone in the world that he wants at all. It's Justin Timberlake. Hey, man. Just Jessica Biel? Hey, maybe. You know, you know what's really, she's just really, really cool. I don't you, know. That's you know his choice. Respect. Really funny, though. I, saw, I, watched, I watched her on Jimmy Kimmel once. And uh, she, they were, like, talking about JT and her. And they pulled up this interview from her when she was shooting Seventh Heaven in the nineties, like like early like season one or two or something when she was like a teenager. And they were like, So how do you feel about In Sync? And she's like, ah, I don't really care for him. <laughs> and she Fuck basically she's she's basically like, Yeah, I heard one of their CDs, it's it's fine, it's whatever. See that and, that's probably that's probably what got him. She was cool guying his music. Yep, that's it. I'm like she, pointing uh, and making gestures. You can't see it. I gotta she, stop doing that. Yeah, it wasn't like, an awkward silence. Because their their show was supposed <laughs> to be that that show was supposed to be really wholesome. Like obviously they address things like sex pretty often and drugs and guns. Definitely and huffing, huffing paint, paint. Huffing paint. But like, <laughs> but like they got super bummed because she's supposed to be like she's supposed to be like eldest Camden daughter, and then she went off and did photos for Maxim or something like while she was shooting one of the seasons. <laughs> And I guess they got all pissed off at her. Dude, whatever. Fuck I'm up. like, have you seen her, though? Like, oh, good God. Like, that's awesome. They, like, talk, they talked about huffing paint. Like, it was uh, it was an issue, like, worldwide. Like, it was a big thing. Like, I've oh, never. Kids are huffing paint. We got to bring this shit to the public. Like, nobody huffs paint, man. I might try it now. True. Dude, I was when I was finishing that guitar, like I was getting high in my garage, like spraying clear coat, like because I I should have put my mask on. Honestly, I was like spraying. I'm like, damn, I feel kind of. I need I need like a sandwich and like a chocolate uh, milk. The, the Lost Causes <laughs> Social Club podcast does not endorse uh, huffing paint. That's no. super true. I'm I'm just joking. Don't huff about... paint or, or really do like any actual drugs ever because it's not that's not tight. Yeah, if you wanna if you wanna smoke a little weed, we're not gonna tell on you. But don't 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 do any like no intravenous drugs, nothing that goes up your nose. And certainly nothing that's under your fucking sink. Yeah, <laughs> dude, Drano will kill you. Right. I learned. I was listening. I listened to a lot of true crime <laughs> podcasts, and these these guys like made people drink Drano, and it like it like burned up their it fucked them up. It was scary. Yeah, um, it wasn't gonna be like an okay situation. Like something's gonna happen. No, but I was like getting nervous listening to it. Um, I'm trying to think. Like there are some people from sitcoms that got pretty famous. Sure, but like I feel like not many people them... from Friends got that famous. Well, they all did that for ten fucking years. I feel like they were burned out. Besides, Je- well, Jen Aniston's huge. Everyone, yeah, it's, it's uh, just her. Like Courtney every... Cox is only fucking. She fucked up her nose when she redid it. She looks ugly now. I'm sorry. She was, uh, what's her name in Scream? The news chick. Yeah. Well, Courtney Cox, was, Courtney Cox did a bunch of minor roles before she nailed Friends. Like, she's in the Bruce Springsteen video. Sure is. And, uh, she's so in So is an Max of, Weinberg. She's in an episode of Seinfeld. For real? Yeah, she's like one of, like, Jerry's thousand it's, hot it's girlfriends. The one, it's, it's the one where, uh,. He lies and says it's her wife, so that, or says it's his wife, so he gets a discount on his laundry. The dry cleaning, yeah. Respect! But, uh, but like, I feel like a lot of them were probably burned out, because, like, when I was in New York, oh, God, like, it was, like, six years ago, um, there was a Broadway um, show that was 
like had what's his name all over it. Um, David Schwimmer, like he like produced it or wrote it or something. So he was like doing that. I think Joey or uh, not Joey. What the fuck is his name? Uh, Matt LeBlanc and Matthew Perry tried to do stuff, and they were just the two who couldn't nail anything. No, they really couldn't. Which is a bummer because like they're funny. Yeah, Matthew Perry's a, a pretty funny guy, but like he was in that dumb Zach Zac Efron uh, like seventeen movie. again. Yeah, where it was like reverse thirteen going on thirty. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, cool, Blink One Eighty Two. What's my age again? And then I watched the movie, and I'm like, this movie sucks. Uh, if you heard that crack, I just opened a mango white claw because I am a girl named Stephanie. <laughs> Shout out Steph. Shout out Stephanie. Um. Tanner. Stephanie Tanner. Fucking oh, fucking Full House. Shit. Full house, yeah. Shit. That hasn't been mentioned one time yet. We're like deep, kind of deep well, in this. Like, that is the quintessential epitome. Like, that's the they're only chasing safety of 90 sitcoms. Yeah, but that's because the whole fucking last episode we spent talking about her huge boobs. Oh, yeah. So this, oh, like, call back to our other jackassery. This is tight. Um, <laughs> um, You know what? Stephanie's friend that's in the band with her that smokes cigarettes. What's her name? It's like real bitchy. She plays uh, Koki Mason in the Babysitters Club movie. Dude, that girl is in everything in the nineties. She's in so much shit. I gotta okay, I gotta fact check. Hold on. Also, that girl, um, when she's in the Babysitters Club movie, she is hitting on this one dude named Logan, trying to convince him to go to a Smashing Pumpkins concert. Shout the fuck out. Okay, I gotta look up. Um, you guys keep talking. I'm just gonna have to fact check this. I'll uh, I'll make a few points here randomly uh, that are kind of retroactive for what we've been talking about um if you want to talk success post Gia. sitcom oh. what <laughs> her name is G- her name is Gia oh Mar- yeah I was, Mar- I was like listening to Steve and I Marla, forgot this happened Mar- Marla Sokoloff that's her name so Mar- her name. Marla Sokoloff is in like a billion things in the 90s where they're like one-off roles but she's in everything what like, was your thing that you were about to say that I was about to say? Yeah, yeah. I, oh. Yeah, I should address. Okay, good job. <laughs> uh, uh, the the three supporting characters in Seinfeld all tried to make their own sitcoms after the fact, and they were all canceled like within the first few weeks. Oh, yeah. I they believe call, that. They call it the Seinfeld curse. Oh, bummer. The only person who like did something like substantial after that was Larry David when he started doing Curb. Shout out Curb! What a great show. Shout out Curb. <clears throat> okay, so real quick, um, Julia Louise Dreyfus plays um, the mom in the movie North. Have you ever seen that movie? No. No, I don't understand why no one has heard of this movie. It's so fucking good. She, she's she's done she's done I feel like uh, a bunch of movie roles since, but uh, I guess like all three actors, uh, her, Jason Alexander, and Michael Richards, all like got. They're all their own shows essentially, and like they all were just complete failures. And then all the Actually, shit, and then all the shit with Michael Richards happened. In that movie, yeah, fuck that guy. But in that movie where she plays this kid's mom, her husband is Jason Alexander, actually. <laughs> so real quick, so Marla Sokolos kind of typecast as like the the stuck up like bratty girl at the school. Yeah, like, like the pigtails, combat boots. Yeah, bitch like she's girl, like yeah. she's like she's hot, but she's a bitch type of girl. Mm-hmm. So here's a few select credits. Are you ready? Yep. She's in Boy Meets World. Step mm-hmm. by Step, Full House, Babysitter's Club, Home Improvement, Third Rock from the Sun, uh, She's in Seventh Heaven, 
She's in Dude, Where's My Car? That's 2000s. And she's also, um, she's in that Freaky Friday TV movie. The Disney one. Oh, shit. She's in, oh, and she's in, um, uh, right here, Sabrina. I think she's in that Sabrina the Teenage Witch movie, I think. Did it say it on there? I thought she was. Anyways, she's in a, and then she still acts. She's in a bunch of stuff now, but she was like a typecast, like, bitchy friend. And I'm pretty sure that she was in Stephanie's band and, like, she smoked cigarettes. And then she came back in Fuller House and she was still a bitch. She's like the female Val. She, in real life, she's probably the nicest person. And then, because in, like, 40 billion roles, she had to play a bitch. Yeah, because I'm sure Val, in real life, Val's not a dickhead. Actually, no, because I see pictures of what he looks like now. And I'm like, oh, yeah, you probably suck. Fucking so that's not fuck Val and, and fuck Xander too. <laughs> fuck, fuck Xander a little more than Val because at least Val was like gnarly and could like rip on blades. Yeah, Xander was just a prick. Nope. Anyways, I'm sorry. I just wanted to like <laughs> list because like you know I really appreciate like another there's 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 more of these types of people in movies, but like in the 90s there would be people you'd see in a ton of stuff, but they would never be like the main character. Right, and she's absolutely absolutely one of them probably like the one that was in the most shit but you remember her and then i because i remember i was watching some uh some i was watching something on hulu and i was like maybe step by step and i was like oh like that girl's that's gia from full house and i looked it up and i was like she's in all because i remember she's she's in an early boy meets world and like i don't know if she has a party and Corey goes to it or one of those episodes but like she's in an early boy meets world episode mm-hmm. so she absolutely was shout out Shout out her for sure. Shout out Cokie Mason. Like, I want to do shots with her. <laughs> Respect. I want to do... Man. <laughs> uh, I want to do shots with my favorite... My favorite 90s... Wayne Brady. No, the best 90s sitcom was... Uh, uh, character was Al in Step by Step. Like, the tomboy Who's girl. Al in Step by Step? She was, like, the tomboy daughter. Because all she did... Oh! Because sure, all, sure. all... I, I just rewatched that show, and all she does... Was talk shit to people the whole show. I was thinking you were you were gonna say Al from Home Improvement, and I'm like, word. Well, he's he's like the opposite end of that. Like, shout out Al because he's kind and respectful and kind of like everybody's nice uncle. Do you remember the very last episode of Boy Meets World? Yes. Or, of Home Improvement, not Boy Meets World. Oh, Home also yes, yeah. Um, and they they showed Wilson's face finally, but like he was in other shit before that. So you're like, yeah, no shit, it's that guy. Like it wasn't surprising. Yeah, he was like a big time like actor before that. He's dead though, so like Sky Point Wilson. Sky Point Wilson, damn. Um, Sky Point Wilson. Wilson was like the sickest. I uh in Home Improvement. Well, okay, here's a one. Pam Anderson was on Home Improvement. She had to leave to do Baywatch full time. Really? She was the tool time girl for the, like the first season, and then they got Heidi. Oh shit! Yeah, but then okay. Ba- but then Baywatch became like the her and Yasmin Bleeth became like mega stars, and they had to do that instead. Right, right. Um, but Home, home Improvement. Well, John, JTT was huge because he left at the end. Shout out the episode where JTT had cancer. Oh, that was a tearjerker. Um, he let him skip school to go to the arcade to tell him he had cancer. It's like, don't tell me that shit at home, man. You know, JTT kind of um was one of those weird guy, like cases where he got so popular real young and then after that he was in everything like he voiced Simba in the Lion King. He sure did. And the guy who did Simba's uh Simba's singing voice was Marcus from My Brother and Me. Yeah. And then uh JTT also uh he was in all those movies like I won't be home for Christmas and shit. And oh, Man in the House, shout out Chevy Chase. 
I also fucked up and said my brother me, but I meant to say smart guy. No, no, I I knew what you were talking about for some reason because I knew I saw the dude's face, but um, I've seen. Oh, uh, but yeah, uh, Man in the House was a fucking ripper of a movie. I uh, squatting dog, squatting dog, yeah, Little Wing and squatting dog. So <laughs> like, what do you guys want to sing, Louie Louie? Um, <laughs> I had that I had that movie on VHS growing up. Um, but uh, the. <laughs> The two other ones I was going to run by that were off the top of my head was one was Fresh Prince. I feel like that almost doesn't count because of the level and water that it holds because it's so significant and so good. Yeah, but I just wanted to at least drop name drop it because it's like we could probably talk about that on its own episode. Absolutely. Fresh also, yeah. oh yeah, yeah, Fresh Prince yeah, is yeah, amazing. That That actually... That one kind of slipped through the cracks. That is a that is a one that still the, holds up as well. The episode where his dad leaves him again and he's like, "Why doesn't he want me?" That's like the why saddest. Why doesn't he want me, man? That's, that's like the saddest thing I've ever seen on TV. Because that's like out of character. He just does it. Shout out Will Smith. Right. That was in the moment. And then, um, weird. yo, what Sky about Point, Fr- Uncle Phil? Yeah, Sky Point. I I thought that wasn't true. I thought he was still alive. Uh, I'm pretty sure he died. Let me look. I really hope not, but if he did, like, I'm a Sky Point, like, all of my fucking limbs. And then, if uh... Get, if I can get one in real quick, Sky Point John Mahoney, who played Fraser's dad. Oh, died, word! He, he died two years ago, and he uh, he was born in, like, Blackpool, but he ended up just, like, living in Chicago. Weird. Yeah. Um, and, what and about like, Blackpool, like, Blackpool, like, hood-ass England? England? Black, Blackpool, England, yeah. Yeah, that's like hot ass England. That's tight. What about uh, what about Family Matters? Shout out Steve Urkel. Dude, I really, really, really like Family Matters a lot. Yeah, James. Um, uh, regret to inform you, James Avery did die in 2013. Oh, Sky Shout Phil. out Uncle Phil. Damn, bless up. This this whole podcast has been in memoriam. It kind of sucks. Yeah, because we're talking about TV shows from 30 years ago. That's true. <laughs> Um, Family Matters, like the where it where it takes place, like fictionally, is supposed to be on the north side, like like in the one of the Wrigley neighborhoods, which is kind of oh uh, cool. the ho- the house itself is um at Ashland and Wrightwood. Yeah, yeah, like the one they show like the uh, out, mm-hmm. out exterior. It's like it's funny to me because like I don't think that ever people never think about like talk about that, but they were supposed to be living in Chicago during like the Michael Jordan era. Yep, which is tight. I remember it was like one of my first like week or so living in Chicago, and this guy I work I worked with, he's like, "Yo, do you want to go see the Family Matters house?" It's like, "What? Do you know where it is? Can we please do that?" He's like, "Yeah, it's like a a mile from here. Let's go." And we just isn't I mean, funny? We stood and looked. That's kind of the whole thing you can do. But it was like, "Oh shit!" Isn't it, it tight, funny? Man. Isn't it funny how important that kind of stuff to us is just out of nostalgia? No. Oh, this is also another crazy Chicago house thing. Um. It was my very, very, very first night living in Chicago. I had moved there. We unpacked all of our shit. We were watching a movie in our apartment. And I didn't even realize the movie took place in Chicago. It was just some random DVD we found in the box. Like, fuck it, we got nothing else to do. Let's put this movie in. And we lived across the street from this giant, like, beautiful cathedral. And they, like, do the slow pan of the street. And I'm like, that looks just like the cathedral outside. There's no way that it's it. And I paused it, and I went and looked. I'm like, yo, shit, that's the cathedral outside. And then, like, three houses down was the house. And it, what's the movie? It's a shitty Kevin Bacon horror movie. 
<laughs> stir, of, stir of echoes. Oh, jeez. So we walk like three houses down, and then someone inside Walk Chalk wrote, Stir of Echo's house with a bunch of arrows pointing to the house. I'm like, I'm watching this movie right fucking now. It's across the street from my house. This is crazy. That's weird. That's insane. It was like the weirdest thing that's ever happened to me in my life. That is really weird. It was, it was really wild. Anyway, real shit movie. I don't recommend watching it. It's bad. Um, I think, uh, what was I going to say about Family Matters? That show is like whatever. Like it's still like fun now and then, but I just like Stefan Urkel. Oh, when he, like, Urkel went to the handsome machine and shit? Yeah, he was, when he came out as Julio White, like, his real ass, like, self. Like, smooth as fuck. That's, like, also, like, some, like, Wayne Brady-level drip. Yeah, with, like, the white, like, the long white coat and shit. Just smooth, like, oh, hey, girl. And then Laura, all of a sudden, like, yo, I fuck with Urkel now. Yeah, she's, like. And then like, comes back, and it's like, oh, you're Urkel again? Fuck you, look. Laura's fucking shallow. Fuck her. Yeah, she kind of sucks, actually. Um, that's not tight. Just because he's all handsome and smooth, it's still the same guy. You're just a bitch. That's, <laughs> I don't like her. Yeah, she's she's whack for sure. I'm gonna um, you know, I liked that as a kid because I feel like Urkel is entertaining, so I'll say that, and it's still fine. Like when it's on, I'll check it out. But I'm gonna say like I think it's that's a funny show because he wasn't supposed to be on the show. He was like a guest character, and he became the star. He absolutely became the star. It's a really. It's just kind of funny how. I guess that happens sometimes, but, um, I guess, I don't know if it's, there's some that are kind of like 80s that go into the 90s we could mention. Uh, I do remember something on Family Matters, um, what was the oldest son, Eddie? Was that his name? Yeah. He, uh, was trying to convince his dad for money for a pair of new Jordans. Yeah. He's like, come on, dad, they're only $50, and dad's like, absolutely not! You can't have $50 for some shoes! Yeah, and it's funny. That's insane. It's funny because, like, you can't get Nikes at, like, you know, Kohl's for under, like, generic. They're Nike, but they're, like, not, like, real, like... No, but, like, like department store Nikes now, they're, still, they're like, $75. Yeah, like, if you want, like, a pair of Air Maxes, you're still, you're you're spending, like, a buck fifty. At least. <laughs> at least, yeah. Not, and, like, the new ones are, like, two ten or whatever. Um, that is funny. That That's, like, a common, like, storyline, and you laugh at now when it's, they need money for something. Like, these concert tickets... Um, like Gunther in the Paper Brigade. That's like you know. Yep. Um, but there's some like Growing Pains, which was mostly '80s. I think I have to mention. Growing Pains was dope. I think I have to mention Cheers. Like, excited. You can't really talk about Frasier without Cheers. Oh sure. Yeah. Well, che- Cheers was like mid to late '80s, right? It it, it was like eighty. I want to say eighty-four to ninety-three. It went That's a, a hell of a run. Time. Yeah, um, and then and then went right into Frasier. Um, let's see. I'm looking. Like, I still actually haven't dedicated like did like a actual like watch Cheers front to back. But I feel like I'd appreciate Frasier more. Cheers was 82 to 93. That's nuts. Wow. Yeah. Cheers doesn't get enough like respect for being such a long running fucking show. Maybe it does, and I just don't know it. And then what's we what's crazy about that was, uh, Frazier was ninety three to 04. So in that collective universe, he went twenty two years. So um, he was playing Doctor Fraser Crane for twenty two years. Not the whole time. Maybe he came in like halfway through Cheers. Okay, so like, for like seventeen years. 
damn near 20 years yeah but uh i was gonna say like there's a bunch of those where they 80s they dip into the 90s like cheers is a really famous one but, like growing pains is one i watched a lot like because they would play reruns when i was a kid sure and like they had leonardo dicaprio before he was famous yeah he got a walkman for his birthday on an episode and a cassette from a, a, a band called mega slime yeah he like stayed with them he was like homeless <laughs> Yeah, how? What? Like I don't that's know. That was so strange. Oh, shout out! Uh, what's his? Alan Thick died. The dad. Oh yeah, he so. did a couple years ago, huh? Yeah, so that sucks. Um, Saved by the Bells. And also, other... Kurt Cameron like became a crazy person. That's a bummer too. His sister's on. His sister's DJ on. Uh, and she became a crazy person in real life as well. Yeah. Well, what can you do? Uh, Saved by the Bells, nothing. another eighties to nineties one. Yep. And uh, I feel like uh, that one is, like, it, it's, like, really popular still, but it doesn't hold up. Some parts of it hold up, sort of. Uh, I guess kind of. I the, don't really know. The best part is going on YouTube and watching that series where it's talking about why Zach Morris is... Zach Morris is trash? Yeah, that's so funny. No, because, um, like, I didn't really ever consider any of that, and I watched it, and I'm like, Wow! What yeah. a huge piece of shit that guy was. He is terrible. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of a few more to throw, just to throw out there. Um, well, okay, My Two Dads is another 80s to 90s with uh, Stacey Keenan or whatever. She was in Step by Step. She was in that first. Yeah, okay. And then, uh, wasn't the Wonder Years, like, late 80s into the early 90s and it ended around 93? Yes. Um, that was a great show. And th- their dad was a freaking jerk and never said nothing nice to nobody. What a dick. That was a good show, yeah. Um, I watched that show a lot growing up because they played so many reruns. And uh, what was sure. the girl's name? Winnie Cooper or whatever. His Winnie name Cooper. Was. Shout out. Um, that was a Fucking cool... straight as fuck bangs. <laughs> fucking, well, what was it, the 60s in that show? Yeah, so, I mean, it was normal. So she looked, I guess she, I don't know, I wasn't she, around. She looked like Trixie Tang from uh, Fairly Odd Parents. <laughs> That's awesome. But uh, I'm trying to think of a few more. There are some weird ones. Like, remember Dinosaurs? Dinosaurs was just Roseanne, but with dinosaurs instead of Peter. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Shout out Jim Henson. Shout out Jim Henson. Also, what's the opposite of a shout out? Uh, fuck you. Fuck you, Roseanne. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what honestly, a piece of shit. <laughs> um, fuck Roseanne. Also, I got like two more I want to drop real quick. Third Rock from the Sun is so underrated. Yes, yes. I've been within the last six months. I've watched that a lot. And that show, that cast is incredible. All star fucking cast. French Stewart is the man. French Stewart. French Stewart's so funny in that show. And then you have um, uh, what the fuck is his name? Uh, John, John Lithgow. Lithgow. Mm-hmm. That was weird. We said at the same time. John Lithgow, and then um, uh, Gordon Levitt. Yeah. Uh, Whatever her name yeah, is. Yeah, but Wayne, J- J- Wayne Knight's in it. Uh, when he's got the long yeah, hair. He is. Yeah, Wayne Knight's in it. Shout and he's but, but but uh uh Levitt's got like the fucking long hair and he's like a little kid with the middle part. And <laughs> then like uh, he's in fucking super heaven. Yeah, oh it's so <laughs> sick. And then uh the last one I was just gonna name drop real quick was Everybody Loves Raymond. I hate Ray Romano so much. That's why I had the name <laughs> That's why I had the name. Like, no, fuck but, off, man. I had the name drop it. I guess brother, though. Here's the thing. I feel like Everybody Loves Raymond was the show that set up the early 2000s because I for, it, it ran for most of the like second half of the 90s. 
But to me, everybody loves Raymond. It seems like it's the same exact show as like Two and a Half Men or something. Two and a Half Men blows everything. That show sucks. Yeah, but it's just funny because it's like they made Charlie Charlie Sheen's real life into like a character. Word. They just don't talk about him being a drug addict. Cool. You want to chill for a sec, like five minutes to like pee and recoup and get some water? Yeah. Because like we've been, this is like for a straight shot. This has been solid long. All right, we're all uh, we all peed and shit. So let's go. Got some snacks. But I was just gonna say about everyone loves Raymond. My parents used to have that on because my dad was a sports writer, Word. and I think that's what he did in the show. But I remember it feeling like it was a 2000 show. Like it fit in with Two and a Half Men and like George Lopez. But George Lopez was like the goat. Word. That show is tight. The staple of staying up too late. In yep, summer. summer every summer. You stay up till like six a.m. and George Lopez is on. Stupid off topic, but this cake pop is amazing. <laughs> Real Starbucks. Hours. No, it's from some little bakery in Couts. Hell oh, yeah! Fair enough. But also Real Starbucks hours steady. <laughs> wow! Welcome, hell, that's good. It's like the rare moment of silence. Everyone's stuffing their face with snacks. Why um, did we do this during the fucking break? <laughs> yeah, that's a good know. question. Fuck it. Here, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll break the silence. I'll ask you guys some, a question. Uh, since we normally tie this into music in some way or another, um, out of the shows that we talked about, what would you say is like the best 90s sitcom theme song? I can talk about this for the rest of my life. Um, <laughs> uh... The Cheers theme step song isn't even one of the best theme songs. It's one of the best songs ever, period. The Cheers theme song is a beautifully well-written, amazing song. Yeah, and Frasier doesn't really have a theme song. It has... Um, it's that it has scrambled eggs and shit, yeah. But it's the ending credits. Oh, right! Fuck off, it just does the piano. It just, it just does the piano bit in the beginning. Mm. I'm going to ride with Step by Step. Step by Step. Because of... Seventh Heaven. Because of how over the top it is. But, like, it's... Like, if you're ever listening to, like, the full thing... Yeah, it's like an... It's like, like, like a whole song. <laughs> it's like four minutes, but it's, it rips. Um, Home Improvement really kicks ass. Yeah, it, <laughs> it does. It really does. I love that song. Like, I don't care what anybody says. Like, that should be my band's walkout music. Like, it gets me hype. Those fucking industrial drums and all that. <laughs> Yeah, it's like it's like some kind of house. It's like it's like house metal or house music, new metal. Code Orange. <laughs> Can you imagine just like drop A like da da da? I love Code and I love Code Orange. It's not a dig. Um, I can't imagine downtuned fucking home improvement because I did that the other day. Boy Meets World has a bunch of theme songs, but it like, just has two really. But, um, no, there's four. There's four. There's four. Because there's the there's the cold mm-hmm. open one that's just like a so guitar the original. Riff. No, but the first season they had that. Dun, 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 dun. Oh yeah, and it's like weird. And then and like seasons like two or three they have a cold open with like a it's almost like a blues rock like riff. But I like it because the cartoon Corey like he's like leaning against the globe. Then season four they started doing the one in the car that's like the goat with the like. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. That's the best one. And then the other one's good, too. The... Oh, my God. That has the show has four theme songs. But the number three, the instrumental fucking surf rock, punk rock thing. That's the best. Oh, Yeah, that's the best that's one. slams. That's, that's uh, the best one. fucking Code Orange thing is still so funny. <laughs> uh, that 70s show one is, like, a legit song. 
Oh, and that changed from I think season one and two later on. The vocals yeah, changed. Yeah, because they got the, because they got um Cheap Trick to do it. Is that who that is? The set like after the first I don't know who the first one is some some other bands but then when they got picked up like the next season uh, from the rest of it it's Cheap Trick. Solid. Uh, Chica- I think, shout out Chicago. I think the Fresh Prince song deserves a shout. Classic. Absolutely. I think this. I think a slept on one is the Family Matters theme song. Well, okay. Oh my god. Family Matters. Yeah. Family Matters. Full House and Step by Step are all the same two people who did it. I just I get that stuck in my head. Quite what a fucking career. That's like that's the, all. Those are all Miller Boyette shows. That's like a Max Martin resume right there. Yeah, because it's like yeah. um, the the Family Matters one. It's like everywhere you go. No, no, that's, that's Full House. Uh, Family Matters is uh. Fucking, how does it start? Yeah. It's a rare in Rhythmically, in the way the melody works and like just the structure of the song, the Full House song and the Family Matters song are really, really easy to mix up. Because, but it's the same people. So is the, so is the step by step one. It's the same artist. It's what's the, same the Full House? How does, what's the Full House song? Where it's like, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, okay, okay. Fair. And then the step by step one is the same people, too. It's all sick, though. I love them all. It's like its own genre. Yeah, like 80s, 90s mashup sitcom music. Mm. But also, you can take that, like, it's a grand tradition, this day and age thing, and apply it to the melody and structure of step by step, and it's similar. It's the same. Interesting. Theme songs fucking slay. I feel like I feel like Sabrina the Teenage Witch when it started had a cool theme, but then they went to some lame theme. Remember how the the Buffy back. theme sounds like instrumental Sum forty one? That Buffy we didn't even talk about Buffy, that's a cool show too. The Buffy show was fucking weak, but the Buffy movie from like the early nineties with Luke Perry and like Paul. Yeah, Ruben, from like ninety two. Fucking incredible yeah. fucking movie. And I'm sure the people like who wrote that movie, if they knew it was gonna become this dramatic ass serious sitcom, they're like, No, fuck you. This movie's supposed to be like this dickhead satire thing. Leave it alone. Yeah, that movie I have to I have to I haven't seen that in a long time. It's um, incredible. I'm gonna try to find this. Oh yeah, this fucking this riff rocks. Okay, hold up. Can you hear it? Yeah, you're right. That's a yeah. great fucking riff. That the Sabrina one. Yeah, that show. Um, I also well, I was a huge mark for uh, Clarissa explains it all because that was my shit growing up. So I just love most of Joan Hart. Na 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 na. Hey, hey cool. Na 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 na. na. Hey, hey, cool. cool. <laughs> <laughs> she's like writing the chalk and then flipping the words around. Like kicking the shit out of Ferguson. Ferguson's a motherfucker. That dude sucked. Her brother sucked. Her parents were okay, but like her brother was a dickhead. Hey, cool. <laughs> I would, uh, I think we also need to. That does the best song. <laughs> give a massive shout out to the Seinfeld bass line. Uh, oh, yeah. Can you for play sure. it? I can't slap. I'll, I'll try to learn I it. I want to learn it, but like, 
every time I try to learn anything slap at all, like just smacking my hand, I'm like, this fucking hurts. Why do people do this? This is stupid. <laughs> I can't fucking slap bass. I think I don't know mm-hmm. anyone I know can. I know. I, I, could probably, I, know, I could probably program it. I know someone who can slap bass. I'll ask him. You could program it. Like, you know, like forgetting Sarah Marshall. What he programs <laughs> on that keyboard. <laughs> the One of the... Uh, when I was, like, learning how to sample on machine, uh, I don't know what compelled me, but I made a blast beat out of the Seinfeld theme song. Fucking tight. Send me it. So it was like... <laughs> dun, 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 you know what I mean? Oh, sure. It's like... Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You guys probably can't hear hey, this. Hey, cool! No, right, we, can. Can, we can hear it pretty well. I hope we don't get copyright for this. I think we have what, seven, or is it seven seconds or thirty seconds. That was it. Wait, hold up. Hey, hey, cool! Hey, cool! <laughs> it's like so <laughs> dumb. She's got like she's got like a black outfit on with shorts, but she has like pink tights on. Like it's so nineties. It's ridiculous. Oh, you remember Blossom? Yeah, actually, I do. We didn't talk. That was the biggest fuck in the nineties. Um, Joey Lawrence is on it. So, you're like, you remember Brotherly Love? <laughs> Brotherly, I was gonna say Brotherly Love. Shout out. Shout out Brotherly Love. Every, no matter what we talk about, we could be talking about fucking like the best deathcore record of two thousand eight, and we're still gonna end up talking about Disney. Somatic defilement. Yeah. <laughs> or that oh six. <laughs> You see? Well, I'm trying to think. We pretty much talked about almost every damn show on the TGIF lineup. All right, I was wrong. Samantha so the Fallen was 07. This is Exile's 08. So I'm going, this is Exile. I couldn't tell you a single Deathcore band or album because I don't know what Deathcore actually is. I listened to like Jake. I listened to like three of them. We tried to talk. He tried to explain it to me the other day, actually. So I'm like, hey, like, what's the difference between like Deathcore and Metalcore? He goes, well, you know, this and this and this. I'm like, I don't know what that is. Hmm. Just listen to the first Impending Doom album. Impending Doom is that's sick. I, is that Deathcore? Yeah. yeah. And like Acacia Strain, that's Deathcore? Kind of. When I think of Deathcore, I think of like Whitechapel, Impending Doom. Basically, just I I'm not very well versed. Well, I like Impending I Doom, can... but I don't like Whitechapel, so I don't know if this doesn't help me. <laughs> that style. Like a low inhale blast beat, real metal ass riffs. Oh my god! What? All right, so I'm I'm doing some fact checking for the TGI lineups over TGIF lineups over the years. 1993-1994 was banging. Okay, it would be Family Matters, Boy Meets World, Step by Step, and Sister Sister. The greatest day of your life, Sister Sister, fucking ripped hard. Yeah, I forgot um, about Sister Sister. Yeah, I, I, well, some of these, like, weren't really, like, I don't always consider them, they are sitcoms, but you don't always think of them. Um, I'm trying to shout see if there's any Smart other. Guy. Smart Guy was sick. Smart Guy rules, man. I don't have yes. a falsetto anymore, so I can't do that. That's okay. <laughs> Yo, shout out 2000, 2001, they straight up put Who Wants to Be a Millionaire on the TGIF block. Yo, Skypoint Regis. Oh, huge Skypoint Regis. Oh, Philbin, word. Though. I feel bad for saying that that was whack because he's dead right now and that's fucking shitty. But, yo, but it, that is really weird, though, isn't it? Right. Mm. I remember that being on primetime. 
America's Funniest Home Our Videos. Our parents had it on all the time. America's Funniest Home Videos is the GOAT show ever. Because it's just a YouTube fails, but on as a TV show. And now uh, Carlton from Fresh Prince does it. He sure does. Yep. It's all coming mm-hmm. together. It all just, everything's connected. Beautiful. I think... Uh, I think like Sister Sister and Boy Meets World and um, like Smart Guy, those shows getting on Disney were a really big deal because I watched like some stuff on like T- like on ABC and stuff, but I was a kid, so like I didn't really care that much. Sure. And then when I got a little older and they were playing reruns, because you got to think like I wasn't watching the episodes from '93 and '94 when they were on. Right. So when they when they were playing those in like ninety eight ninety nine, I was like, oh cool. And then I got into all those shows. It's a it's a weird trade off. Because I, I was planning on talking about this at some point, where uh, you'll be too young to see something as it airs. So like we caught those sister sister smart guy and boy meets world, maybe more. But I remember those three in syndication as a kid. Full House was in syndication a lot, but that different channel. But besides uh. Besides Boy Meets World, you know, I talk about Frasier and Seinfeld. I didn't watch Seinfeld till five years ago. And I didn't watch Frasier until last year. So I'm like, I didn't have the benefit of watching them as they aired. But like, at the same time, I don't think I would appreciate them as much. Had right, that, right. Like, like, until I saw them until I was like, grown up, you know. I feel that. I watched Clarissa Explains It All and like shows like that that were like while they aired because they were on like Nickelodeon. But I watch whatever my parents watch. So I watched a lot of Walker, Texas Ranger, and like a lot of The Practice. <laughs> I probably shouldn't have been watching that as a kid. The, the Practice is on Hulu, though. I'm about to start watching it again. Oh, yo, you remember like watch like the West Wing and shit? Show's tight, dude. Um, Blossom. We talked about that a little bit. There's when we do the cartoon one, it'll be interesting. Cause like one of them I was gonna talk about was Daria. I can talk about Daria every day for the rest of my life. And so we agreed um, We agreed to reserve The Simpsons for its own episode then, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Because oh, that's like, the... That's fair. Okay. Know what another thing was, but while we're still talking about this stuff, in the 90s, they would take movies and try turning them into sitcoms, but the actors would change and it would suck. Like, did it with Clueless. Uh They did it with 10 Things I Hate About and You then, Too. Yeah, and they also, they did it with Honey, we, I Shrunk the Kids. Yep. They tried doing a sitcom? Mm. It's like, you, yeah, your, none your of them kids are g- stayed shrunk for, like, multiple episodes? None of those none of those uh, sitcoms for me did it. I always was just like, nah, just give me the movie. Mm-hmm. It's, just Rick, it's just Rick Moranis fucking around with technology. No, but the problem the problem was Rick Moranis wasn't on it. Otherwise, I would have loved it. Yeah, that's whack. Rick Moranis is the GOAT. Shout out Rick Moranis. Shout out Rick Moranis. Slick Ooh, Rick. You have to shrink the teeth. I could talk about that movie... The best one, honey, we shrunk ourselves when he shrinks the tiki man. We'll save that for another episode. <laughs> All right, word. My favorite quote of that, because we t- Larry and I talk about a lot of these Disney movie quotes. Um, and he goes, Diane, the tiki man's not a coat rack. He's a Polynesian god. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he's like, don't anger. Him. Don't, he'll, don't let him hear you. You'll anger him. It's like a fucking big tiki in their house. That's so, <laughs> so sick. Suck it. I, I'm fucking shout out Rick Moranis for making me laugh. Word. Um, okay, so 
That being said, unless unless you guys have any other ones you want to bring up, eh, we've not that got a lot. Not that I could think of. I think we could all just one more time if we want to just closing statements with our top well, three. Well, I think we have to say who would play us three in a sitting. Oh, if we, if we were in a ninety-six. Yeah. Oh, this is tough because, like, as, as children or as adults, because I feel like I don't know. I feel like you would be a solid rider, strong. I was gonna say like I'm kind of like the Sean Hunter of like just because of my butt cut. Right. But it have to be like it have to be like season two or three, Sean. Oh like, no, you'd be long. fun, Bobby. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> With, like, the leather jacket, like, crying and shit. <laughs> no, if we're in Friends, Steve Steve's Ross when he's got the keyboard and he's making, like, helicopter songs. <laughs> I want to. I would love that. That's so sick. <laughs> I don't really know. Uh, it's hard for me to say, especially if, like, who I would have myself be portrayed as. It would make absolutely no sense. But I think I would want to be portrayed by Larry David. That's fair. Uh, yep, that's um, sold. <laughs> I'm not that um, cool, but I would love that. If I'm picking for myself, I'm not really sure who I'd go with. Um, but like, I, I guess like Larry said, it depends on the age. Can we like agree on an age? Now, just right now, yeah, in the present. Okay. Um. Hmm. I mean, I feel like uh, people tell me I look like the one dude from. Yeah, you Who's do. That? You do. Uh, what's his name? From Parks. Yeah. Uh, what's dude from Parks? Mark Brandanowitz. When I have. Oh, Adam Scott. Yeah. Yeah. When I have my hair short and it's like combed yeah, over. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he's a, he's in an episode of Boy Meets World. He is. When he's real young. I'm yeah. watching this. Uh, when we're done. <laughs> he has like he wears like one of those brown jackets with like a green shirt over it and his name's like oh, I forget his name, some with a B and he's like he's like running the school. He like he like scares away Harley Kiner. That's valid. So I guess I, I'll I'll be Adam Scott because he'll play me more handsome than I could play myself. I don't know, like if I'm picking probably fun, visually probably funnier too. I don't know, if I'm picking like what I look like and maybe how I act, I might say Joey Tribbiani. Fair enough. <laughs> this is like I eat constantly and like I'm dumb and I'm like thick and I have dark hair. How you doing? But I, yeah, but like I don't have some like whack ass catchphrase, so I feel like I'm better than that. So I don't know. About the, chick that, the chick that plays Blossom. <laughs> sick. I don't. Us, yeah, honestly, no. honestly, us three because it's, it's not '90s, so it doesn't count, I guess. But we would just be the three dudes from It's Always Sunny. <laughs> yeah, but who would be who? Mm. I don't know. I feel like Steve's probably Charlie. I think he's too chill. Charlie's like actually crazy and like a huge shitbag. Maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe you're, maybe one of us is Charlie and Steve's like Dennis or something. I don't know. This, this, we'll we'll talk about this. No, because I think he's like you're. Like, Mac, one hundred and twenty percent. You're Mac. But yeah, <laughs> I'm Mac at the fucking at the abortion rally or whatever. It's funny. It's funny because when it's like, oh, who would we be? And it's always Sunny. We don't want to be them. Yeah, like, I don't want to be any of those people. <laughs> it's always it's always Sunny. Is that's just a TV show about Low Country? 
<laughs> I just want to be Frank. Like Frank Reynolds, not Frank from World Country. <laughs> uh, Mill. Yeah. But oddly enough, Boston. Frank Reynolds is Brian's background on his phone. This is just me being pissed off about sports on the air. Uh, Carolina was up 2 nothing and just conceded 4. Oh, fuck. Oh, bummer. I wish I could relate. Yeah. Anyhow. Um, I don't know. I think Larry David's too uh, unrealistic. So I don't know who I would I would portray as myself. I don't either. If we were kids. Minkus? I don't know. Hmm? No, Minkus. I said if we were doing Minkus, us as like, yeah. kids. I'd fuck with that, though. That'd be so sick. To see Minkus like, fronting a metalcore band and shit, it'd be so hard. Yeah, then I'd be smart. That'd be cool. His, his kid on Girl Meets World's name is Farkas. That's, that's right? I, was, I thought it was awful. Farkle. 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 That's worse Farkle. somehow. <laughs> yeah, I know. All right, y'all want to bounce? Um, hmm. Yeah. So, what are we listening to lately? Oh, word. Um, today I listened to the Loved Ones a little bit. Um, I listened. To, I listened to um, uh, Glassjaw record with uh the second Glassjaw album. Not everything you want to know about Silence. The other one, Worship and Tribute. Worship and Tribute. I listened to Worship and Tribute twice today. Hell yeah. Um, and then I listened to Michelle Branch. Mm. Hell yeah. It was dope. She's so good. Uh, <laughs> over the weekend and into this week, uh, I've been listening to a shitload of Pedro the Lion. Yo, which Pedro the Lion? Uh, mainly the first two records. Control. I know we had to talk. You think Control is the best, right? Control is the best album of all time. Not. I said the best album of all time. That's... Definitely not something I believe, but it is an insanely perfect, beautiful front-to-back record. Oh my I god, I love all, that album so much. I think they're all in, like insanely good. I've just been mainly listening to It's Hard to Find a Friend and uh, Winners Never Quit. Winners Never and Quit is then, amazing. Uh, since the last podcast, I'm still binging on Julian Baker, mainly Turn Out the Lights. I actually listened album. to Julian Baker on Friday. I had never listened to Julian Baker before. What'd you think? Not for me. That's fair. It's boring. I don't think it is. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I, that's not. That's kind of the. I like that though. No, like, I like, like the slower stuff. I like I like slower shit too. I feel like if I was in the right mindset, because like I was on my way to a marina to run a boat, and I was like trying to turn up. It's, so I'm like, see, this is def- the worst context for this. <laughs> it's definitely not turn up music. That's what I no. would say. But, but I feel uh, like if I like was laying in bed, like zoning out, chilling. I'm like, whoa, this is great. So I should probably listen to it in uh, literally any other context than what I listen to it in. Yeah, it's definitely not party music, but uh, I love it nonetheless. Word. You guys are going to have like this huge sound clip of me crunching on a big-ass pretzel. But um, I've just been listening to a ton of Webbed Wing and the new t- uh, Teenage Wrist song still just came I out. really, really, Yo. really like I didn't have never really listened to Teenage Wrist. Um, and then I listened to that song. Is that what all Teenage Wrist is like? Yeah. Teenage Wrist is awesome, then. That They're song is incredible. Dope. I really so, like yeah, that song. But, it sounds like uh, a like a nineties pop rock song. Well, that's what they, that's what they are basically. Yeah, I like it a lot. So, um, other than that, um, are we gonna play a song? We're gonna play our our friends off the air with a a song today this week? Yeah, uh, I don't know what it is yet, <laughs> but uh, well, whatever you're we'll about discuss- to hear is a song by some of our good friends, and it's awesome. 
<laughs> we we um just for context, we don't have any pre-production meetings, and we don't have any. Uh, we don't really do any research. No, like so it's for like we have a group text with the three of us. And I'm like, yo, you guys want to pod in a few hours? And they're like, yeah. What are we talking about? And someone's like this, and we're like, okay, cool. And that's because we the extent of it. Yeah. But uh, also because um, I don't, th- we would normally have like, oh, our friends put out a song this week. I don't think anybody, the, the most recent one, when you guys heard the region, like that was brand new. So, but we'll, we'll still, we're going to promote some homies and play some cool shit for y'all. Yeah. I'm just going <clears> to, <throat> so anyways, I'm just going to put like buried on here. No. <laughs> I like that song. Uh, <laughs> well, fair. You and everybody else. Um. Oh, that's some Thank cocky you. shit to say. Fuck you. No, I mean, no, I mean, okay. I'm talking about because people would always want us to like in the I bit, know what you want mean. us to. They'd want us to play it, and it's like that's a that's the one you struggle to get through. It's like when we play children, people are like play Grave Digger, and I'm like, dude, no, that song is hard as fuck to play. I don't want to play it. But Grave Digger is like a minute and a half. Buried's like four and a half minutes long. Grave Digger is like four minutes long. Is it that long? I feel like it's short. It's, it's got like three verses and a two like three choruses and a slam and a breakdown. We played Barry. We used to do it last. I'll just I'll I'll end with this. We used to play it last, and we would play that Twin Peaks sound clip where it had um, the recording of the clean guitars coming in, so we could jump in on the da na 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 like that, and it would give us a minute to catch our breath before closing our set. And then we tried opening with it a few times. Like we did it when we played with you guys the first time, and it just kicked our ass. I would be dead the rest of the set. That's why we could never open with Gravedigger because Chris would be dead with the rest of the set, so we'd always close with it. You, well, you that's think, why you, you, you think a, it's a good idea to, to to yell in a band, and then you're like, oh, I'm out of fucking shape. <laughs> yeah, and like every place you play is a bunch of people in there smoking cigarettes, so you can't breathe. Yeah, mm, that's the only song that we'll actually have to play. Is like the one we is, is casualty. That's the one people actually. And, if uh, I wanted to put a stolaway song on the end of an episode, I would want to put space on there. Cool. Yeah, but we did that on the. You guys did that on the old pod. Yeah, yeah, we did. Good call. Okay, then we'll do All a new right, one anyways, down the road. I'll close. With, I'll close with this. If you want to see a cool show about a '90s sitcom star whose life completely spirals, watch BoJack Horseman. You probably have that already. <laughs> it's a big show. That's true. That's All a right, great well, I love it. I love it. For though. for Larry the Printer, and for Fact Ass Steve, I'm what Bill. Do do? Peace out. Thanks for listening and joining, and please enjoy some tunes. Enjoy some tunes, and don't forget to wear a mask when you go to Target. Peace. Peace.